They tell you if you want the podcast, it's crucial you first find your niche. And I had already thought quite some time about a really good niche, but just couldn't come up with a useful idea. Either I couldn't think of more than three episodes for it, or I found it to become boring very soon, or I simply didn't expect it to find a big enough audience. I mean, of course, you primarily should be passionate enough about your niche to keep podcasting for a while, but also you want enough people to listen to it, right? At one point, I became somehow frustrated about the fact that my native language is not English. It would be so much easier to find a big enough audience for a very small niche if my English was perfect, I told myself. However, since I don't like to worry about things I can't change, I just dropped that thought and went on looking for my niche. More months went by. And then I decided to quit the niche hunt. I'm just going to start this. And I will just ditch the perfectionism that has been holding me back and all the more podcast in English. Besides that, I don't know where this is going. I've realized that I just can't stick to one specific topic. There's too much to talk about. Maybe sometime I will find that one topic I can commit to. We will see. Except, one important aspect of this podcast will be about the perspective of a non-English native speaker on English as the language that has been latently around his whole life and is very likely going to be the major language on this planet. which. From a sociological point of view, I find highly intriguing. Also, it's pretty much the base of this podcast itself. This podcast's English is not going to be perfect, but I think that's even more going to make my point. I'm 39, called Adrian, and I live in Switzerland, in one of this country's bigger, yet rather small, city called Basel. In my teens, I went to an international boarding school in the Alps. There were many abroads, and English was the major language spoken by everybody who didn't speak German, which basically means everybody not being from Switzerland, Germany or Austria. That led to some sort of mishmash language amongst everybody. The school does have a so-called American system and a Swiss system, so classes are held in either language. But other than that, everybody would switch between English and German and Swiss German in between sentences or even sneak in just one German word in an otherwise English conversation. And the other way around, of course. We lived in groups which were called families. I lived in a family with American family heads, which basically were teachers of the school. We did not share apartments, but houses in which students just got to share a room with one roommate while family heads usually lived in the only apartment that was in the same house. What I want to say is, English was the major language spoken in my family. Also, my English class was held by a teacher from England, which is not common in Switzerland. So I quickly learned to communicate in English. Fast forward to 1998. When I left the school without graduating there, I found myself in the normal world. Most people's English skills were below average and I never got to talk in English anymore for years. A friend of mine who had gone to New Zealand for one year 
was once visited by Kiwi friends and I then already noticed how rusty I had become in talking and it didn't get better. I lived on my life and whenever I visited the boarding school I had gone to I was even thankful my former family heads are also very skilled in German so I still could talk to them in an acceptable speed. Honestly I wouldn't even be able to speak this text if it wasn't for the internet and Netflix in particular. I have never been a friend of dubbed movies. Slightly out of sync voices have always totally crushed the fun for me. In Switzerland, unlike in Germany, most of the cinemas actually show the movies also in their original language with subtitles. So I would only go to those shows. So of course, since Netflix has found its way into all the living rooms, I keep watching shows and movies in their original language, which usually is, you guessed it, English. Regarding the internet in general, I have always searched for infos and sources also in English just for the simple fact that you're more likely to get high quality results in English, because so many more people write in English. Even if I wanted to know something about let's say zebras, and the number one expert for zebras was a German and that person would have published their knowledge on the internet, he or she would probably have done it in English. So one important aspect of this podcast is that, and I'm not whining about it, but to just emphasize how much of a privilege it is to speak English natively today.